You are now listening to the I Should Have Captained podcast. Game week 21 in the books. And I should have triple captained Jared Bowen. First game week of 2022 complete and in the books. A really long one started all the way from New Year's Day all the way to January 12th. So a really, really long game week, but it's a double game week anyways, and we are glad to get the points. We're going to do a quick recap of everything that happened in the game week and, of course, figure out for game week 22, maybe some other things that we were keeping an eye on and then figuring out how you want to start off game week 22 starts on the 14th of January, the Friday. So keep an eye out. It's an early game week. And that one is also another double game week. Game week 21, starting with the first game on the 1st of January. Arsenal won Manchester City 2. Arsenal played a brilliant game against Manchester City. Uh, Saka with the goal. Tierney with an assist. And on the Man City side, Myres signing off before going for AFCON with a goal. Rodrigo with a goal and assist from Laporte and Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva, after blanking for so many games, I believe about 18 goals scored, finally back among the points. A free gimme, of course, with the assist and the penalty, but still points nonetheless. So for those who are Bernardo, finally nice after all the patience to get some points um, from Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva now priced at 7.5. He plays Chelsea next a single game week. So Manchester City do not have a double game week. But after Chelsea, they've got Southampton, Brentford and Norwich. And as we will get to, Norwich are definitely the whipping boys. So uh, with that run of games, Manchester City players are worth having. It's just that Chelsea game is going to be the toughest of the season for them, of course. And so we'll figure out how they move along. Laporte, quick thing I want to mention here, 5.6 among the points or a number of game weeks now, he's gone under the radar, 5.6. He hasn't blanked at all since game week 15. Since game week 15, the points he has against Wolves, clean sheet for seven points. Leeds, for uh, clean sheet for six points. Newcastle, clean sheet for six points. Against Leicester, a goal and an assist for 10 points. Brentford, a clean sheet. And now the Arsenal game, an assist plus one bonus point. So that for six points from Laporte. So this man now is dropping points and highly on my watch list and highly on my radar. After the Chelsea game, if you do not bring him in now, certainly I will be bringing him in from game week 23. Um, I think Laporte is the one Uh, alongside Cancelo, of course. If you don't have Cancelo already, Laporte is the way to go. But if you want to have a cheaper Cancelo, I think Laporte is starting to show some value. Watford nil, Spurs won. Spurs left it very late to get the goal. Uh, the goal by Davison Sanchez with the assist from Hyung Min Son. Um, in terms of people here that I'm going to notice, again, calling out Davison Sanchez at 4.6. He's a guaranteed starter by the looks of things. Also, now he's coming across the goals. This is now his second goal of the season. Second goal in five games. So, Davison Sanchez getting among the goals from a headed perspective. I believe he's actually also the highest for shots across um, Spurs defense. 
And of course, these are all aerial uh, opportunities with headers and what have you. So uh, Davison Sanchez is another one, of course. Emerson Royale and Regulon would be better places to go from an expectation perspective. But Davison Sanchez is finding a way to be part of set pieces, corners and free kicks. Of course, Hyung Min Son, unfortunately, is injured. He has a muscle injury and he's expected to be back in February. So expecting him to be back for game week 24. Um, but Hyung Min Son seems to be out. Spurs have Arsenal and Leicester in a double game week. So Hyung uh, Min Son misses out those two games. And so that brings Harry Kane into full focus. If you're looking at bringing in Harry Kane. Quick thing I want to mention here. Harry Kane has scored his most goals against Leicester and Arsenal. So if that's any indication of what you want to do, you might want to consider Harry Kane. Leicester have also considered the most headed goals. So that's why I talked about Davis and Sanchez already. Um, so just things you want to mention there. Watford side, of course, uh, King did his best, but obviously didn't go very far. And Dennis came off early in that game. Backman, who was the goalkeeper 4.3, had nine saves. But it's important that I mentioned that Forster is coming back from injury and he's expected to be available. Expected. We will find out shortly in the press conferences before game, the next game week, game week 22, as to the full um, location of where things are at with Forster. But Backman at 4.3, they play a double game week against Newcastle and Burnley. So Watford having a wonderful double game week King and Dennis will probably be the places you may want to consider. Crystal Palace 2, West Ham 3. The goals from Lanzini and Antonio. Um, and then on the Crystal Palace side, Olisa and Edward with the goals. Assist column, you had Andre Ayu and Olisa again. So Olisa coming on as a substitute for a goal and an assist. Assist side, you had Ben Rama. Jared Bowen, which we will come to somewhat shortly, and Declan Rice with an assist. Of course, Lanzini took the penalty and had a wonder goal. So um, Lanzini here is just performing admirably for people who have him. He has come out of nowhere to just start scoring. I don't know what has happened, but he, he's played very, very well in the Crystal Palace game. Jared Bowen was a little quiet, of course, but he got a free assist, which we will take. He headed the ball which Milivojevic then went on to handball out of nowhere, giving away a free penalty for Lanzini to convert, which then set up um, Jared Bowen for the second half of his double game week, which we will come to as we get to it. But quick thing I want to mention here, Edward, Otzin Edward is now scoring in back-to-back games for Crystal Palace. They play Brighton next. So Otzin Edward at 6.4 back-to-back scoring games. Brentford to Aston Villa one. A disappointing showing from Aston Villa, of course. Um, they played very well, but didn't get any points. The goals from Danny Ings and Buendia with the assist on the Brentford side for scoring Visa and a random name I didn't even know was playing, Rasmussen Roslev. I, I don't know where he came from. Um, hadn't been playing until recently. And then I, he, I believe he missed one game. He played the City game. He missed the game before the City game and then came off with a goal and an assist. So he's a wing back of some kind and he just had points. Uh, the disappointment for Tony owners, he got a yellow card in the Aston Villa game. Just unfortunate. Uh, Mbuemo as well seemed 
just absent. I believe he had an injury in that game. He came on in the second game, which we will get to uh, shortly. So he couldn't make the Aston Villa game and he was, he was absent. Everton to Brighton three. Uh, Gordon with two goals for Everton and Dominic Carver-Lewin missed a penalty, which was tough to take because a number of people had Dominic Carver-Lewin. I considered him and I agonized over it, but ultimately went with Antonio and luckily Antonio was the better pick. Um, very happy with that. McAllister with two goals as well for the Brighton side. Uh, priced at 5.3. He has now scored four goals this season, doubling his tally in one match. Um, so McAllister with two goals. Just interesting, interesting development there. And Dan Byrne, of course, finishing out the scoring, priced at 4.4. Brighton have a double game week. They play Crystal Palace and Chelsea both at home. So that could be interesting. I'm thinking Cucurella might be where I want to go. Uh, I know he's more guaranteed for starts, but um, again, they play Chelsea and I don't know that I can trust them against Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace look very, very lively. Leeds three, Burnley one. Dallas with a goal, Harrison with a goal and James, Dan James with a goal. Uh, Maxwell Corney signing off for international duty with a goal as well. Quick thing to mention, Burnley have now also lost Chris Wood to Newcastle. So Chris Wood is gone. Maxwell Corney is gone. And all of a sudden, Burnley might be struggling. Um, I, I don't know where goals are going to come from. Their two most likely scoring threats are now both gone for the next little while. Um, Burnley play... Leicester and Watford in a double game week. After that, they've got tough fixtures. They've got Arsenal, Manchester United and Liverpool in back to back games. Don't know how Burnley are going to do it. I'm very worried. I think they might go down uh, into relegation. Leeds, on the other hand, in terms of the next game they play, they play West Ham away and then Newcastle, Aston Villa and Everton. So after the West Ham game, it might be interesting to start considering uh, Leeds players. Hopefully Bamford is back. I'm wondering when he will be fit and available once more. So I'm keeping an eye out. And of course, I'll share in a review or a preview episode coming up shortly. Chelsea 2, Liverpool 2. A very pulsating game. Wonderful game to watch. Um, goals from Mane and Salah who signed off before going to AFCON. Wonderful players. And of course, Kovacic with a wonder strike and Pulisic with a goal as well to equalize. The assist from Alonso, Kante, Trent Alexander-Arnold again and Jota. So a bunch of points everywhere in that game. Chelsea have a double game week. They play Manchester City away and Brighton away. Keep in mind, Chelsea have blanks in game weeks 24 and 25. However, once they come back from those blanks, from game week 26 all the way to game week 34, their fixtures are very, very easy. So if you are getting rid of Chelsea players or holding off, keep in mind that once they come back from game week 26, should be smooth sailing. The only difficult teams they would have left to play will be West Ham in game week 34 and Manchester United in game week 37. Everybody else has a fixture difficulty or three or below. So three or below. Arsenal is also considered in there, but for whatever reason, FBL believes that they are an easy game to play or at least as difficult as some of the easier teams in, in the league. Take of that what you will. Manchester United nil, Wolves won. Just want to say, Wolves, in terms of clean sheets, unreal. They've had three clean sheets back-to-back. -back. In the last six games, in the last six games, they've conceded twice in six games. Conceded 
twice. Keep in mind, they have played Manchester United, Chelsea, Manchester City, Liverpool in this span of six games, conceding only two times. Wolves defense, ladies and gentlemen, amazing. If I stretch it all the way back to game week 12, they played West Ham, clean sheet, Norwich, clean sheet, Burnley, clean sheet. Liverpool, they conceded one. Manchester City conceded one. Brighton, clean sheet. Chelsea, clean sheet. Manchester United, clean sheet. And that puts Jose Sarr at 5.1. Firmly in your, in your radar if you're considering making a swap in goal. You can also consider any of their defenders. Connor Cody, for example. Uh, Ike Nuri, who's coming back from injury. Maxwell Kilman. Um, sorry, Max Kilman, I should say. And, of course... You can then also go on the other side with Semedo if you are considering Wolves. Um, it is it is amazing um, what Wolves are doing in defense. And if you're considering it, certainly if they can stop City and bring them down to scoring only one, stopping Liverpool scoring only one, I think they can do it against anybody in the league. So um, we'll keep an eye out for when their own double game weeks come out. But Wolves and their defense, man, Unreal. Unfortunately, their strikers aren't scoring as much. Triori, of course, Jimenez not scoring as much, but that defense is doing needful where only one goal is enough to get three points. On the Manchester United side, a drab performance, of course, uh, but David De Gea, five saves. Just something I want to quickly call out. He's now priced at 5.2. Manchester United have a double game week against Aston Villa and Brentford away. Um, Ronaldo is also fine from everything we've heard. So for those who have Ronaldo, um, and obviously at the time of recording, he is alerted with a hip injury. He says he has a yellow icon with him that says he has a hip injury. But from everything we've heard, Ragnik says he should be fine. So keep an eye out for the United one shortly. Southampton four, Brentford one. Southampton goals from Bednarek. Shea Adams and Broja. Brentford side, Janelt scored with an own goal from the goalkeeper. Unfortunately, Fernandez, after trying to save an amazing strike, it came off the bar, hit him, and went back into goal. So that's how he got that's how he got the uh own goal, unfortunately. Um in terms of players, I'm keeping an eye out on. First of all, Ward Prowse. Just unreal. I'm not sure what's going on. He has now <laughs> provided points in four games straight. James Ward Prowse. Price at 6.3. Um, in terms of the last couple of games, assist against Brentford, of course. Scored at Tottenham, goal and assist at West Ham, and a goal at Crystal Palace. So something in James Lord Prowse has woken up. Of course, unfortunately, Southampton do not have a double game week. And they also play Wolves, who I just talked about being resolute defensively. So be interesting to see how they um, shake things up there. But also Broja priced at 5.3 back with another goal again. So Broja is also another one that's performing admirably in the last couple of games. He has blanked only once in the last four games. Um, and then if you, that's obviously include the Brentford game. And if you stretch that back to six games, he has two goals, sorry, three goals and two assists over the last six games. So Broja coming into a bit of form as well for Southampton. So Southampton should be fine in their fight against relegation. Brentford, on the other hand, Ivan Tony, if you still have him, get rid there's just no point. I, I don't see anything from him. In a double game week, he still had only two points. Two points in a double game week is shameful. Two yellow cards, no, no points, no goals, no nothing. Just abysmal, abysmal returns from Ivan Tony. Now priced at 
I think a lot of people are going to get rid. They do have a double game week again in, in game week 22. But unfortunately, it's Liverpool and Manchester United in the double game week for Brentford. So it's going to be baptism by fire, I think. But still, um, it is what it is. They have a double game week. Might shock us and, you know, we'll turn around and say, wow, maybe he wasn't, he wasn't such a bad pick. But I doubt it. And of course, the final game of the game week, the game that maybe uh, <laughs> would have caused me to triple captain Jared Bowen. And I thought, and I talked about it in the previous um, podcast, just for the Nor- Norwich game alone by itself, I would have captained Bowen because Norwich are just that bad. But he had the added benefits of a previous game as well, which we already talked about against Crystal Palace. Didn't expect much, but an assist was okay. But Norwich game specifically, I knew that, um, you know, West Ham were going to essentially beat Norwich. Norwich are the whipping boys. They're the worst team in the league. Uh, defensively, just can't seem to stop anything. Can't stop it cold if they had to. But it is what it is. And here we are. Two goals from Jared Bowen could have easily had a hat trick had Vlasic not interfered with one of his goals. It could have easily been worse. Um, and maybe people have been reeling from not captaining Bowen and maybe even thinking about triple captaining him. But we move on. Triple captainship still freshly available, but I will take the 21, massive 21 points from Jared Bowen. Um, the man is just on fire right now. And uh, West Ham, in terms of the next game, they play Leeds, United, Watford, Leicester, and Norwich in the next five games. So really, West Ham should be picking up points in a hurry as they march on to try to get into top four. It'll be amazing to see West Ham in the Champions League. I think it would be an amazing shock, but still, uh, this is what the Premier League is all about. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was your Game of 21. I'll catch you in, in the preview for Game of 22. Cheers. Cheers.